Homage to the Buddha, the Dhamma and the Sangha. As we ended last year, we looked at the Buddha's statement that the entire spiritual life or the entire holy life is about good friendship, good companionship and good comradeship. And as we started the new year, interactions with Kalyanamitta, Dhamma friends, the question that was asked was around what was the key lesson or key insight or the most important insight from Dhamma practice last year. And as you know, we learn a lot from each other, particularly on this path, and we practice in similar and different ways. And we have different challenges and also different conditions. But it's very useful to hear people's answers. And as the answers were coming in, it felt like a very good opportunity for Dhamma sharing, but also a very good opportunity for other people to benefit from the insights, from the lessons that other people, our Kalyanamittas, have actually experienced throughout all of last year. So I wanted to read out some of these responses and, and listen with a very open mind and see the goodness of our Kalyanamittas a spiritual practice, despite all the challenges that each of us may have gone through, and see what resonates with you, see what uh, inspires you, and maybe if you would like to share as well, please send in any key insights or the most important insight that you had from last year, and we can share that on this particular channel. Kindness, making that a priority, even when the tendency to be unkind or hurtful is strong. To disengage from what's happening in the world and from other people's business. The questions I kept asking myself were, why do you need to know? What does it do to your mind? Is it wholesome? It is easy to follow the greed, hatred and delusion path and cultivate the unwholesome, snowballing your mind in the unwholesome, feeding it even more and reveling and exposing yourself in it. It takes effort to stop that and cultivate the wholesome and it is hard sometimes to do that, but when you do, it is so rewarding. Taking more refuge in the triple gem taking less refuge in the world. Sharing Dhamma is wholesome activity, but the real blessing is that in the process of sharing Dhamma, finding good friendship and experiencing true joy, mudita, in seeing others grow in Dhamma. Doing acts of generosity throughout the year shifted the focus away from me and my problems to helping others with no expectation, which in turn became food for practice. You can't take for granted your practice is going to be maintained. When distractions happen in life and work, the meditation practice is not made a priority and before long it's a struggle to get back on track. It's easier to be distracted than to get back on track. You have to work hard to make it a priority 
and start from scratch again. No matter which way you turn, there is dukkha. The sukha we experience is fleeting. When you spend a whole year developing and cultivating loving kindness from the Karaniya Metta Sutta, it brightens the mind and can also be a blessing to others. Getting sick of arguments and debates, even about Dhamma, and recognizing the harmlessness and peace in not getting into them, the practice really opened up once I started letting go of this tendency. Anicca Sanya, the perception of impermanence. If you don't really develop this, even if you try to develop a Subhasanya, the perception of foulness, it doesn't really let you see it. Everything passes away and you have no control over them. Little by little, you train the mind to let go of the whole world and to fill the mind with metta, the selfless loving kindness. When you make effort towards a consistent daily practice with contemplation, it really steadies the mind and reduces unnecessary distractions. The importance of Yonisomanisikara, wise contemplation in daily life. Recognizing how fearful we are to fall sick and being honest about attachment to the body, our own most of all, which drives how we behave and experience the world. Direct insight into life and death through personal loss and loved ones who are sick, how we are fragile, how we have limited time on this earth and that we all age, get sick, grow old and die, seeing the cycle of life. The insight that all this time, and most of the time still, our view has been and is incorrect, that is, the view of the world, the view of the self, etc. Seeing the value of cleaning the mind of mental stains, Vatupama Sutta, as it helped with daily life and navigating all the different relationships. Consciously cultivating gratitude with my family, especially during hard times, so we could focus on what we could be grateful for rather than all the difficulties and disappointments. The more sadda, this is the conviction, faith or confidence, you have towards the Buddha and the noble arahants, the Dhamma path becomes such a joyful path to walk on. True friendship is hard to find, but in the middle of a global pandemic, you learn who your true friends really are. When you realize this, you honor them. It was so apparent the strong attachment to sensual pleasures, for example, people, holidays, things, etc. And when the conditions don't allow you to indulge as before, it leads straight to dukkha. It was only when I looked at how it arose, Samudaya, that I could genuinely begin to practice not wanting or even expecting those things. 
That's when I understood the passing away, Athangama. Genuinely taking more delight in meditation and experiencing the happiness in meditation. We should try and live by example and let our practice shine through. One of the strongest insights was being able to nurture good friendship, Kalinamitta, in order to make swifter progress. When defilements arise and you catch them, being able to own up to a true Kalinamitta, confess if you like, helps for the defilements to dissolve faster and also for them to be seen more easily. After a while, they don't trouble so much and the Kalyanamitta connection works both ways. What is revealed is received with no judgment, but in the field of walking the Noble Eightfold Path together and to help each other be free of all defilements. Defilements are not personal, but often we end up feeling and operating like they are, so we tend to keep them to ourselves, which makes the process slow. There's no place to abide that is safe or can be sustained outside of Nibbana. Now it's your turn. Take the time to ask your spiritual friends or uh, Kalyanamitta companions on the Noble Eightfold Path the same question. What was the most important insight from their spiritual practice last year? Much mudita to all those friends who have shared their insights from spiritual practice of the previous year. May it be a benefit to all our Kalyanamittas. And may it strengthen your progress on the spiritual path for the coming year. Let's share the merit with all sentient beings. May all beings be happy and well. May all beings be free from suffering. Blessings of the Triple Gem, wishing you well. Darawan Saranai.